The time has come now. Stop preaching and hearing lies different from the Bible. God works through people. Jesus Christ came in flesh, and so has the Spirit of Truth. Hear what the Spirit of Truth says to the churches. The Time of Grace on FBC2. Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 8.30 to 9. Visit us now on YouTube and Facebook at GR Church Fiji. The Lord has an indictment with the nations. Today's main passage is Jeremiah 25, verse 29 to 38. The key is verse 31. Let us read. The clamor will resound to the ends of the earth, for the Lord has an indictment against the nations. He is entering into judgment with all flesh, and the wicked he will put to the sword, declares the Lord. If we look at the first part, the clamor will resound to the ends of the earth. Clamor here means noise, tumultuous, uproar. In other words, it means confusion, tumult, uproar, disturbance, roaring. The reason the clamor reached the end of the earth is hidden throughout the Bible. Now, let us be guided into all the truth according to Ephesians 3 verse 19 and see God's hidden will about why there is a clamor and who does that. Let us read Ephesians 3 verse 19. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. This verse had not been fulfilled until now. But now it has come true in reality in this generation. Jeremiah chapter 25 verse 29 to 38 is the outcome of the clamor. So God had already prophesied all of the answer in the whole Bible. To start with the answer first, the wicked caused the clamor. That is why God has a controversy with the nations and enters into judgment with all flesh. So this passage is already being fulfilled in this generation. Let's go to Proverbs 29 verse 8 to 10. Scoffers set a city aflame, but the wise turn away wrath. If a wise man has an argument with a fool, the fool only rages and laughs and there is no quiet. Bloodthirsty men hate one who is blameless and seek the life of the upright. The scoffers in verse 8 mean arrogantly scorning another. In other words, it means the arrogant. The self-proclaimed heresy experts in Korea and the revilers are truly the scoffers here. They do not realize that this prophecy is about them. They are called the wicked in the church and the enemies who are in the same house. So God has already prophesied about the following in Proverbs 1 verse 22. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? They are the scoffers. God scoffs at such scoffers. Proverbs 3 verse 34 Toward the scorner he is scornful, but to the humble he gives favor. 
So God said in Proverbs 9 verse 7 to 8, Whoever corrects a scoffer gets himself abused, and he who reproves a wicked man incurs injury. Do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Reprove a wise man and he will love you. This prophecy is what Reverend Okju Shin is going through now. If you look at just this passage, however, everyone must have their spirit tested equally at the threshing floor. And you don't know who will become a substitute body. We have seen countless scoffers like this in the past 13 years, which is why Reverend Shin had not reproved much in the first seven years. The revilers were all people whom Reverend Shin did not reprove, people whom she did not thresh. So the scoffers can never gain the wisdom of God that is the sound wisdom. Such people insist on their own thoughts even after their physical death. As long as the demon is the master of your heart, you cannot receive wisdom and you are already cursed and without God's grace. In Proverbs 14 verse 6, it says, A scoffer seeks wisdom in vain. Why is this so? The place that reproves, meaning the place that threshes, is the place that carries out God's commandments by seeking the sound wisdom. That is where God dwells forever. And the place that reveals the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, which is the new covenant. The scoffer seeks in vain because he has to be reproved there. This place, this church is only one place and not multiple places. Yet, the arrogant one who is the scoffer may go all around the world, but he can never gain wisdom. Even though the wise men will fight the spiritual battle for the scoffer, as long as the demon stays the master of the scoffer's heart and possesses his thoughts, he does not heed his reproof, and he leaves that church and wanders here and there. This is in Proverbs 15 verse 12. A scoffer does not like to be reproved, meaning he does not like the threshing floor, and he will not go to the wise. Do you understand why there is a threshing floor? How arrogant are the people who were taught by demons in Jesus' name? The demons are not some ghosts. Satan, devil, and demons are the people who teach lies different from the Bible. These people always call on God's name and Jesus' name, and they say that they believe. However, they truly do not believe the Bible. They only follow their lusts. That arrogance is who they are, but they don't know themselves. So the one with the sound wisdom, the faithful reverend, cannot neglect people who waste their time. They are all so arrogant that they don't accept any of his reproofs. The demons know those demons very well, so they only make up lying flatteries. When Reverend Okjushin first started proclaiming the word of prophesying again, there were so many people like this in the first three and a half years that the pastors heard of this and they didn't come at all. This is the reason God did not permit knowledge of the mystery of the kingdom of heaven 
to those who don't even know what the spiritual battle is. For the scoffers, their root is evil. They should turn from their evil back to the truth. But Reverend Okjushin has experienced that they can never turn back without reproof or rebuke, that is, the threshing floor. And in Proverbs 19 verse 25, it says, Strike a scoffer. This is the spiritual battle and the threshing floor. God said in Proverbs 9 verse 7 to 8, Do not reprove a scoffer. Yet, in this passage, He says to strike him. This is the threshing floor. It's because the scoffer is deceived by the demon inside himself. The grain cannot take off his own shell by himself no matter how long he hears the new covenant that was unheard of. If you understand why God likened humans to the grains, which are the righteous, and the weeds, meaning the wicked, then you should not neglect the arrogant people. They cannot take off their shell and be born on their own. That is why God kept saying, Do not fear men. In terms of the instinctive level of men, they are comatose. The scoffers are completely unreasoning. They're like the non-functional people who are lying in a bed with a breathing mask. The people in that spiritual state are noticeable to the people around them, but they themselves are completely unaware. CPR is a way to make their heart beat again and regain consciousness. In principle, threshing is the same as CPR. You must be at least conscious to be able to eat and receive treatment. If you are completely senseless, meaning if you are unconscious, then you are dead. Such people are deceived by the enemy inside themselves and nothing has worked for them. Thus, they received the word of God for many years, but not one verse was planted in their heart. Children were no exception to that. Therefore, God said, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead. If your demon is not cast out with the new covenant, you'd sleeping all your life, marrying, arguing, and working in your dream. You'd be wasting time all of your life, and you'd wake up from sleep when your body dies. That is the rich man in Luke chapter 16. He is deceived, and he deceives others without knowing anything. So much so that in Proverbs 23 verse 13 to 14, it says, Do not withhold discipline from a child. If you strike him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with the rod, you will save his soul from Sheol, meaning hell. The rich pastor and religious leader who went to Hades had no one to discipline or strike him. Hades is hell, but do you know why God said Hades instead? The rich religious leader himself is an angel of Hades, which is hell. He was guiding people to hell, yet all his life he was teaching the lie that heaven or hell is a place you go after you physically die. He was preaching without knowing what he taught. Such people are the abomination, the idols, 
Satan and demons who are standing on the holy pulpit with the Bible in their hands. So God said to discipline at the threshing floor, to reprove and to rebuke. And in this passage, he said to strike with the rod. What lies would they have made up in court if Reverend Chin had done this? As one of the methods to save a soul from Hades, God said to strike him with the rod. This threshing floor takes place where the sound wisdom is declared. How can the scoffer gain wisdom if he doesn't come to this place at all? Even if they did come, they would have accused the one who reproves them of insulting them. Then how can they come to salvation? Who can understand the wisdom of God in saying to strike him with the rod, to save that soul from Hades while he is physically alive? This was why God said, Do not believe every spirit, meaning men, but test the spirit. At the threshing floor, you have to experience shame. Be shocked. Get your heart beating and be able to walk on your own for your eyes and ears to be opened. But the scoffers do not accept the reproof and rebuke, which is the threshing. You cannot just be sitting in front of the light. You must receive help from the family around you. This is called bands of love. If you don't know the mystery of Hades, you can neither do the threshing floor nor imitate it. We must save people from Hades while they are still physically alive. And as one of the methods to save them, God said to strike the scoffer. Also in Proverbs 22 verse 15, it says, Folly is bound up in the heart of a child but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. Actually, this is one of the ways that demons go out. If Hades, which means hell, the earth beneath, Sheol, or the dwelling place of the dead, if Hades was a place that you go only after death, it does not make sense to say a child can be saved from Hades by striking him with the rod. The enemy that makes men sin and die is possessing his thoughts within himself. When someone commits suicide, he is so possessed by the thoughts of committing suicide that nothing else comes to his mind. And if he goes to a church where a demon is teaching, he'd be deceived by the promises of entering heaven after death, and he would just commit suicide. Even if they have money or honor, or children to care for, if they are irresponsible and commit suicide, that's the proof that they were possessed by the enemy demon as their master. That's why God said in Jeremiah 6 verse 19, Hear, O earth, behold, I am bringing disaster on this people, the fruit of their plans, because they have not listened to my words, and as for my law, they have rejected it also. So the demon that possesses your thoughts must leave while you are physically alive. The only way to cast out all demons that possess your thoughts is the law of God and the eternal gospel that is the new covenant. For people whose thoughts are possessed by demons, 
especially if they were taught by demons in Jesus' name, they reject the word of God. No matter how long they hear the new covenant, even if they see the word of God being fulfilled in reality, you have to be created again through the new covenant to be free from the enemy that possesses your thoughts. The severe demons, for example, are stuck with their thoughts about how Jesus was casting out the demons with just a word. He cast out demons and even raised the dead. But why did God give him the key of death and Hades after his resurrection? They don't even question things like that. They were mocking. Only Jesus cast out demons, healed illnesses, raised the dead, and the demons left just by touching his robe. But why don't you have any powers? The word in Matthew 8 verse 16 is invisible to these severe demons' eyes. That evening they brought to him many who were oppressed by demons, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. They did not see that it was the word that cast them out. And if Jesus had cast out the demons completely, the word in John 11 verse 25 to 26 should have come true. But everyone physically died and the enemy that was inside Jesus exposed its identity when he was crucified. But he did not know this. Actually, God has been revealing the identity of demons for the past 13 years through Reverend Okju Shin. We've seen countless people as we walked on the narrow path for 13 years and we are seeing it with our own eyes through the substitute bodies. We have seen the state of the demons with the eyes of truth. The people who received the spiritual mark of the beast neither saw nor heard a single verse of the truth. This was the mystery of the kingdom of heaven. 2,000 herd of swine died because of the demon that went out of one severely demon-possessed person. Because of the lies he taught differing from the Bible. The abomination, the idol, the dead body who stands on the pulpit in the home for demons. That beast was planting their sermons in the thoughts and hearts of the congregation to mark them as their possession. That is the spiritual mark of the beast. They blindly say amen and believe the sermons of the severe demons who became rich. They also want to become rich like them, so they work hard for them physically and financially. And they justify their slavery by saying that it's for Jesus and for God. But no one ever thought that these leaders were the angels of hell who were throwing them to the fire of hell. Christianity was given the grace and mercy to plainly know the truth about the enemies. But consider the man-made religions. They firmly believe in their hearts that a man-made Buddha statue can bless them. People sit in front of the statue without doing any work and they just live on the offering money. Christians don't go to such places to worship idols because they know that it's idolatry by their instinctive human knowledge. They go to church, so they never think that they themselves could be an idol or that they made the idols or that they served the idols. That is the demon that entered them 
in Jesus' name. People who were taught by the demons for a long time have no conscience at all. That's why God said that it's the fruit of their thoughts. The Pharisee pastor who published a Bible dictionary were chasing after money. There was a Bible scholar who had a church in the U.S. and he remarried a young wife. He always insisted on booking a hotel suit and he collected a large sum of money. Reverend Chin met him once when she was proclaiming the word of prophesying again in Korea. And he was avoiding her because he thought that she was a cult. This was because of one Methodist exhorter, Lee Ingyu, who made a living on spreading lies on the internet by calling her a cult leader. He came to Korea with his second wife and he was teaching at seminaries. He proudly thought of himself as someone who wrote a Bible dictionary. He was deceived by the enemy inside himself and people who believed the words of that demon never questioned him. The second wife enjoyed all the riches of being such a pastor's wife and she never thinks that she is caught in the trap which is the net that God has spread. People think that he is competent in the scripture for the fact that he wrote a Bible dictionary. Such things went on for 2,000 years in Christianity. So God said in Proverbs 22 verse 15, Folly is bound up in the heart of a child, but the rod of discipline drives it far from him. Discipline, in other words, is threshing. It is expressed at many times and in many ways, such as reproof, rebuke, strike. In Proverbs 20 verse 30, it says, Blows that wound cleanse away evil. Strokes make clean the innermost parts. The wisdom through Solomon that the absolute majority of the world knows about says that blows that wound are the threshing floor that saves the child from Hades. But who would know this truth? When the light shone, when we interpreted the Bible with the Bible and revealed the new works, not one verse entered their thoughts, nor sealed in their heart. They became spiritually blind because of the enemy that had already possessed their thoughts. They became deaf to the voice of God, and their conscience was completely senseless in a vegetative state. They're not actually in a vegetative state in human eyes, but they became senseless lepers with no conscience. They have Jesus' name that they are alive, but they are spiritually dead. So they need CPR, the spiritual battle to apply shock by putting them to shame and create an opening by which the word of God that is the light can enter them is the threshing floor. Threshing floor is the spiritual warfare to make an opening like a tiny hole to shine the light and let them receive the word of God after applying shock to their heart to let them understand. It is also the method to test the spirits. By spirits, it means people. This was so clearly the absolute truth. The scoffers will realize that threshing was the love to save them forever from the fire of hell only after their physical death. They show their anger right away when they hear one word of rebuke. 
that identity of the demons has made them arrogant. So God said in Proverbs 20 verse 26 to 27, A wise king winnows the wicked and drives the wheel over them. The spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching all his innermost parts. For the past 13 years, God has been searching to see who is a beast and who is a man. And God has let us see with our own eyes who the wicked, as in the scoffers, are. A man cannot change another man, and he can never know who the master of that person's heart is. They are already Pharisees who mask themselves in Jesus' name and God's name and pretend to be holy, so the eyes of men cannot see through that. But in Proverbs 23 verse 35, it says, They struck me, you will say, but I was not hurt. They beat me, but I did not feel it. When shall I awake? I must have another drink. For the people who pertain to this, the threshing floor is of no use to them. In the end, they are drunk with Jesus' name that is wine, and they don't discard the wine. We've seen countless people like this. Yet, even they need the threshing floor as written in Proverbs 19 verse 25. Strike a scoffer and the simple will learn prudence. Prudence means to always observe and be cautious, beware, train, to warn for the purpose of teaching and discipline. So God said to strike the scoffer, to warn and teach the simple to wake up from their spiritual sleep. And the simple will learn prudence. Reprove a man of understanding and he will gain knowledge. So the scoffer shall enter judgment. Look to Proverbs 19 verse 29. Condemnation is ready for scoffers and beating for the backs of fools. God is the God of justice, so God also judges the scoffers by the law. The scoffers are also in Proverbs 21 verse 11. When a scoffer is punished, the simple becomes wise. When a wise man is instructed, he gains knowledge. When the scoffer is punished by God, the simple fear and tremble and learn prudence. The simple come to their senses after seeing the wicked being judged. The reason people don't believe the covenant of the Bible is because they are not punished when they sin. The fulfillment of the prophecy in Proverbs 21 verse 11 is Proverbs 21 verse 18. The wicked is a ransom for the righteous and the traitor for the upright. Reproving and threshing the scoffer is also the fulfillment of the prophecy in Proverbs 22 verse 10. Drive out a scoffer and strife will go out and quarreling and abuse will cease. The scoffers are not just the people who are outside the church. Let us prove it. Psalm 73 verse 3 to 12 For I was envious of the arrogant when I saw the prosperity of the wicked, for they have no pangs until death. Their bodies are fat and sleek. They are not in trouble as others are. They are not stricken like the rest of mankind. Therefore, pride is their necklace. Violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes swell out through fatness. Their hearts overflow with follies. They scoff. Scoff here means mocking derisively. God was scoffed by the arrogant nations. Jesus was scoffed by the enemies. 
the apostles were scoffed for the sake of the gospel. Despite all the scoffing of the mockers, there has been no punishment. So they became even more fearless and they scoffed even more wickedly. This generation scoffs all the more with all kinds of lies. They scoff and speak with malice. Loftily, they threaten oppression. They set their mouth against the heavens. This means that the scoffer's mouth calls on God and Jesus, and they go against God on the holy pulpit by teaching things that they made up from the Bible. The scoffer does not refer to people of other religions or atheists outside the church. It means the people who speak arrogantly from among those who use the Bible in the church. And their tongue struts through the earth. Therefore, his people turn back to them and find no fault in them. And they say, How can God know? Is there knowledge in the Most High? They don't actually say, How can God know? On the contrary, they give sermons that people like to hear. So no one can discern whether they are scoffers. The truth can only be discerned with the truth. Such sermons not only ruin entire lives, they lead them to eternal destruction. The problem is that they use the Bible. They are spiritually blind and God has written it in parables to keep them from knowing the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Behold, these are the wicked, always at ease, they increase in riches. The arrogant are inside the church today. They are the wicked and the scoffers. We've been going in depth about the scoffer. In light of this truth, let's return to Proverbs 29 verse 8. Scoffers set a city aflame, but the wise turn away wrath. A scoffer is a person who mocks and despises another with derision. So, the clamor in Jeremiah 25 verse 31 is the sound of God having an indictment against the nations that resound to the end of the earth because of the scoffers. About the clamor in Jeremiah 51 verse 54 to 58, the sound that the enemies in the home for demons make is noisy. Let's look at Jeremiah 51 verse 54 to 58. A voice, a cry from Babylon, the noise of great destruction from the land of the Chaldeans. For the Lord is laying Babylon waste and stilling her mighty voice. Their waves roar like many waters. The noise of their voices raised. For a destroyer has come upon her, upon Babylon. Her warriors are taken. Their bows are broken in pieces. For the Lord is a God of recompense. He will surely repay. I will make drunk her officials and her wise men, her governors, her commanders, and her warriors. They shall sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake, declares the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. Thus says the Lord of hosts, The broad wall of Babylon shall be leveled to the ground, and her high gates shall be burned with fire. The peoples labor for nothing, and the nations weary themselves only for fire. A voice, a cry from Babylon, the noise of great destruction from the land of the Chaldeans. Chaldea means pillage. It is the southern territory of Babylon. So the word Chaldean 
first referred to the people of the Neo-Babylonian Empire, but that's only the literal definition. Spiritually speaking, it means the home for demons, where the demons teach. Chaldea in particular is the new Babylon, when the time given to the wicked is about to end. The pastors who perform miracles and sorcery in Jesus' name around the world pertain to this. Let's look again at the noise of great destruction from the land of the Chaldeans. They committed all kinds of evil at the home for demons, yet there was no punishment, so they added sin upon sin without any fear. And then it says, For the Lord is laying Babylon waste and stilling her mighty voice. Their waves roar like many waters. The noise of their voice is raised. For a destroyer has come upon her, upon Babylon. The noise in this verse is the noise of the voice of the enemies who destroy Babylon, the home for demons. Her warriors are taken. Their bows are broken in pieces. For the Lord is a God of recompense. He will surely repay. I will make drunk her officials and her wise men, her governors, her commanders, and her warriors. Those who taught and those who were taught in the home for demons are drunk with wine, that is Jesus' name, all their lives. And they act mad until they physically die. And their soul will live in torment without a single sip of water in hell, which is Hades, like the rich man prophesied in Luke 16 verse 19 to 31. Now is the generation when God judges the wicked like that. The enemies had killed the truth prophets and brutally put to death even the son Jesus Christ. Afterwards, for 2,000 years, they distorted the truth to make a living for themselves and taught lies that they made up. God is taking vengeance against them. That is the reason for the noise. They will never wake up from the spiritual sleep forever. They shall sleep a perpetual sleep and not wake. The wicked can never wake up from the spiritual sleep. When they were physically alive, they had Jesus' name that they were alive. But they were spiritually dead. Even after physical death, they don't know why they fell into the fire of hell. It's over if you are not created again by the word of God while you are physically alive. People often speak in vain like, if I could live again, I could do better than this. When their body dies, they will have to receive the recompense for all of the sins that they have committed while living their former portion of life on earth and live in torment forever. The human soul does not die. So you must wake up from your spiritual sleep and be created again with the new covenant while you are physically alive. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the broad wall of Babylon shall be leveled to the ground and her high gates. The arrogance of the idols, the leaders who stood at Babylon, the home for demons, was described as high gates. God shatters such people without even investigating. And in order to judge them, God is calling for the children of God to come out of the home for demons. That was shown through COVID-19 plague, which was the sword of the Lord that he used to forcibly close the doors of religious facilities in the whole world. 
You must come out of the home for demons now, while God warns the children of God. The time has come now. Stop preaching and hearing lies different from the Bible. God works through people. Jesus Christ came in flesh, and so has the Spirit of Truth. Hear what the Spirit of Truth says to the churches. The Time of Grace on FBC2. Every Saturday and Sunday morning, 8.30 to 9. Visit us now on YouTube and Facebook at GR Church Fiji. He who can understand the spiritual word, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear. Hear and keep his word. Amen.